0: Book Four Heroines and Heroes of Plateau and Desert. Chapter Twenty Eight of The Book of Missionary Heroes by Basil Matthews. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brad Christian. The Book of Missionary Heroes by Basil Matthews. Chapter Twenty Eight The Friend of the Arab. ARCHIBALD FORDER DATE OF INCIDENT 1901 THE LONE TRAIL OF FRIENDSHIP So the two thousand camels swung out on the homeward trail. Forder now was alone in cough. "'Never,' he says, "'shall I forget the feeling of loneliness that came over me as I made my way back to my room.' The thought that I was the only Christian in the whole district was one that I cannot well describe." As Fordor passed a group of Arabs he heard them muttering to one another, Nisrini, one of the cursed ones, the enemy of Allah. He remembered that he had been warned that the Arabs of Kaf were fierce, bigoted Muslims, who would slay a Christian at sight. But he put on a brave front and went to the chief's house. There he sat down with the men on the ground, and began to eat with them from a great iron pot of hot, slimy, greasy savoury, and then sipped coffee with them. "'Why have you come here?' they asked him. "'My desire is,' he replied, "'to pass on to the Jauf.' Now the Jauf is the largest town in the Syrian desert, the most important in all northern Arabia from there camel caravans go north south east and west forder could see how his arabic new testaments would be carried from that city to all the camel tracts of arabia the jauf is eleven days camel ride away they said pointing to the southeast. go back to orman said the chief whose name was mohammed al badi it is at your peril that you go forward he sent a servant to bring in the headman of his caravan "'This Nisreni wishes to go with the caravan to the Jauf,' said the chief. "'What do you think of it?' "'If I took a Christian to the Jauf,' replied the caravan leader, "'I am afraid Johar the chief there would kill me for doing such a thing. I cannot do it.' "'Yes,' another said, turning to Forder. "'If you ever want to see the Jauf, you must turn Muslim, "'as no Christian would be allowed to live there many days.' "'Well,' said the chief, closing the discussion, I will see more about this to-morrow." As the men sat smoking around the fire, Forder pulled a book out from his pouch. They watched him curiously. "'Can any of you read?' he asked. There was a number who could. So Forder opened the book, which was an Arabic New Testament, at St. John's Gospel, Chapter 3. "'Will you read?' he asked. So the Arab read in his own language this chapter. As we read the chapter through ourselves, it is interesting to wonder which of the verses would be most easily understood by the Arabs. When the Arab who was reading came to the words, God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, Forder talked to them, telling what the words meant. They listened very closely, and asked many questions. It was all quite new to them. Will you give me the book? asked the arab who was reading forder knew that he would only value it if he bought it so he sold it to him for some dates and eight or nine men bought copies from him next day the chief tried to get other passing arabs to conduct forder to the jauf but none would take the risk so at last he lent him two of his own servants to lead him to ethira an oasis four hours camel ride across the desert so away they went across the desert and in the late afternoon saw the palms of Ithera. "'We have brought you a Christian,' shouted the servants, as they led Forder into a room full of men, and dumped his goods down on the floor. "'We stick him on to you. Do what you can with him.' "'This is neither a Christian nor a Jew nor an infidel,' shouted one of the men, "'but a pig.' He did not know that Forder understood Arabic men he replied boldly i am neither a pig infidel nor jew i am a christian one that worships god the same god as you do if you are a christian said the old chief go and sit among the cattle so fordor went to the further end of the room and sat between an old white mare and a camel soon a man came in and walking over to fordor put his hand out and shook his he sat down by him, and, talking very quietly, so that the others could not hear, said, Who are you, and from where do you come? From Jerusalem, said Forda. I am a Christian preacher. If you value your life, went on the stranger, you will get out of this as quickly as you can, or the men who are a bad lot will kill you. I am a Druze, but I pretend to be a Moslem. "'What sort of a man is the chief of Ethera? asked Fordor. "'Very kind,' was the reply. So the friendly stranger went out. Fordor listened carefully to the talk. "'Let us cut his throat while he is asleep,' said one man. "'No,' said the chief. "'I will not have the blood of a Christian on my house and town.' "'Let us poison his supper,' said another." but the chief would not agree. "'Drive him out into the desert to die of hunger and thirst,' suggested a third. "'No,' said the chief, whose name was kai Kevan. "'We will leave him till morning.' Forder was then called to share supper with the others, and afterwards the chief led him out to the palm gardens, so that his evil influence should not make the beasts ill. Half an hour later, fearing he would spoil the date-harvest by his presence, the chief led him to a filthy tent where an old man lay with a disease so horrible that they had thrust him out of the village to die. The next day Forder found out later in the week that the chief himself was going to the Jauf. Ripping open the waistband of his trousers, Forder took out four French Napoleons, gold coins worth sixteen shillings each and went off to the chief, whom he found alone in his guest-room. Walking up to him, Forder held out the money, saying, "'If you will let me go to the Jauf with you, find me a camel, water, and food, I will give you these four pieces.' "'Give them to me now,' said Kai Kavan, "'and we will start after to-morrow.' "'No,' You come outside, and before the men of the place I will give them to you. They must be witnesses. So in the presence of the men the bargain was made. In the morning the camels were got together, about a hundred and twenty of them, with eighty men, some of whom came round forder, and, patting their daggers and guns, said— these things are for using on christians we shall leave your dead body in the sand if you do not change your religion and be a follower of mohammed after these cheerful encouragements the caravan started at one o'clock for four hours they travelled then a shout went up look behind looking round forder saw a wild troop of bedouin robbers galloping after them as hard as they could ride the camels were rushed together in a group. The men of Vithira fired on the robbers and went after them. After a short, sharp battle, the robbers made off, and the men settled down where they were for the night, during which they had to beat off another attack by the robbers. Forder said, What brave fellows you are! This praise pleased them immensely, and they began to be friendly with him, and forgot that they had meant to leave his dead body in the desert though they still told him he would be killed at the Jauf. For three days they travelled on without finding any water, and even on the fourth day they only found it by digging up the sand with their fingers till they had made a hole over six feet deep where they found some. In the Heart of the Desert At last Forder saw the great mass of the old castle, no one knows how old, that guards the Jauf the great isolated city with its thousands of lovely green date-palms in the heart of the tremendous ocean of desert. Men, women, and children came pouring out to meet their friends, for a desert city is like a port to which the wilderness is the ocean, and the caravan of camels is the ship, and the friends go down, as men do, to the harbour to meet friends from across the sea. "'May Allah curse him!' they cried, scowling, when they heard that a Christian stranger was in the caravan. "'The enemy of Allah and the Prophet! Unclean! Infidel!' Johar, the great chief of the Jauf, commanded that Fordor should be brought into his presence, and proceeded to question him. "'Did you come here alone?' "'Yes,' he answered. "'Were you not afraid?' "'No.' HE REPLIED. HAVE YOU NO FEAR OF ANYONE? YES. I FEAR GOD AND THE DEVIL. DO YOU NOT FEAR ME? NO. BUT I COULD CUT YOUR HEAD OFF. YES, ANSWERED FORDER. I KNOW YOU COULD, BUT YOU WOULDN'T TREAT A GUEST THUS. YOU MUST BECOME A FOLLOWER OF Mohammed," SAID JOHAR for we are taught to kill christians say to me there is no god but god and muhammad is his prophet and i will give you wives and camels and a house and palms everybody sat listening for the answer forder paused and prayed in silence for a few seconds for he knew that on his answer life or death would depend chief joha said forder if you were in the land of the christians the guest of the monarch "'and if the ruler asked you to become a Christian "'to give up your religion, would you do it?' "'No,' said Johar proudly. "'Not if the ruler had my head cut off.' "'Secondly,' he said to Johar, "'which do you think it is best to do, "'to please God or to please man?' "'To please God,' said the chief. "'Johar,' said Fordor, "'I am just like you, i cannot change my religion not if you cut off two heads and i must please god by remaining a christian i cannot do what you ask me it is impossible johar rose up and went out much displeased kill the christian one day soon after this there was fierce anger because the mud tower in which johar was sitting fell in and Johar was covered with the debris. "'This is the Christian's doing,' someone cried. "'He looked at the tower and bewitched it, so it has fallen.' At once the cry was raised, "'Kill the Christian! Kill him! Kill him! The Christian! The Christian!' An angry mob dashed toward Fordor, with clubs, daggers, and revolvers. He stood still, awaiting them. They were within eighty yards, when, to his own amazement, three men came from behind him, and, standing in front of Fordor, between him and his assailants, pulled out their revolvers and shouted, "'Not one of you come near this Christian!' The murderous crowd halted. Fordor slowly walked backward toward his room, his defenders doing the same, and the crowd melted away. He then turned to his three defenders and said— what made you come to defend me as you did? We have been to India, they answered, and we have seen the Christians there, and we know that they do no harm to any man. We have also seen the effect of the rule of you English in that land and in Egypt, and we will always help Christians when we can. We wish the English would come here. Christians are better than Moslems. Other adventures came to Forder in the Jauf, and he read the New Testament with some of the men who bought the books from him to read. At last Kai Kavan, the chief of Athera, who had brought Forder to the Jauf, said that he must go back, and Forder, who had now learned what he wished about the Jauf, and had put the books of the gospel into the hands of the men, decided to return to his wife and boys in Jerusalem to prepare to bring them over to live with him in the land of the Arabs. So he said farewell to the chief Johar, and rode away on a camel with Kai Kavan. Many things he suffered, from fever and hunger, from heat and thirst and vermin. But at last he reached Jerusalem once more, and his little four-year-old boy clapped hands with joy as he saw his father come back after those long months of peril and hardship. Fifteen hundred miles he had ridden on horse and camel, or walked two hundred and fifty arabic gospels and psalms had been sold to people who had never seen them before hundreds of men and women had heard him tell them of the love of jesus and friends had been made among arabs all over those desert tracts to whom he could go back again in the days that were to come the arabs of the syrian desert all think of archibald forder to-day as their friend and listen to him because he has proved to them that he wishes them well. Seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. End of chapter 28 End of the Book of Missionary Heroes by Basil Matthews